Hello. Hi, and welcome. Hi, everyone. To Gig Tales, the podcast. This is still Gig Tales. I'm still Ashley. That's I'm, still Terry, I think. I think so. Yep. We don't know. We could all be holograms, as we <laughs> recently learned. Everyone kind of looks like holograms when they use, like, the, the Zoom and, like, the backgrounds in all the virtual meeting software. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of, like, a hand disappears into the background. It's very interesting looking. This is something that I've gotten used to over the last few months. <laughs> People just disappearing into the mist. Yeah. If I wear my hair up, any hair that's up, like if I have it in a bun or something, like the bun completely disappears into the background and I just look like, uh, I don't know, like not bald because it's like hair, but it's just weird. It's like, like you're wearing like a shower cap. Yeah, yes. A hair colored, <laughs> my hair colored shower cap. So today we have, today we have with us a very special guest. I'm going to go On ahead and say. A very special guest because she's, I've decided that she is very, very special. She's very special to us, but also I think to a lot of the stories that have appeared on this podcast. I feel like Kelly. Oh, I just said her name. I feel like well, our people know <laughs> they've seen the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> our guest today has actually been there for many of the stories that we have shared. Mainly, uh, the story in our very first episode, Welcome to the Chior. Um, you know, most importantly, our flagship story there. I guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> our signature gig tale. Yeah. We were just chatting, uh, before we started recording here and realized how old we are because how long ago college was, but we all went to college together. So. Damn. We've, oh. Oh, it's okay, puppies. The dogs didn't go to college with us. Um, but yeah, it's been a while, but that's where we all met and sang in Chior together. And yeah, our very special guest is Miss Kellyanne Grady. Hi, guys. Hey, Hello. Kelly. Ms. Kellyanne Grady. <laughs> Singer, teacher, mm-hmm. child wrangler. Yes. Cat mama. Yep. Different hats. <laughs> you, okay, so you are a teacher of children. Mm-hmm. Mu- a music teacher. Yes. Uh, what do you teach? Tell us about what you do. Um, so I teach general music in the middle school. It's grade five through eight. And um, pre-COVID was also teaching after school chorus and um, musical director of our um, shows that we would do. Uh, thankfully we did our musical in January this year. We did frozen. So uh, we were able to get that in before the school shut down in March. So wow. hoping, hoping to do something this year online. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Mm. So there's no more choir. No, I did choir on zoom in the spring, which was okay. It was nice to have them all together. But, um, yeah, singing or playing instruments, I help out um, on the band Zooms. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Let's get right into it. Yeah. Like, what is that like? Yeah, describe that to us. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's very interesting because it's um, either you, like, have them muted so that there isn't the lag and you're just kind of hoping that they're, um, you know, playing along. Or you have it unmuted and it's just like total chaos. Cacophonous. And I feel like at this point, almost everyone's at least been on one Zoom meeting. So you know, like the lag stuff, but also the different volumes of people's like audio and the microphone. So we have a drummer this year and it's like, I don't, I don't know how close his drums are to the like computer, but. It's just, it cuts right through. It's all, all <laughs> so, and then, uh, when I did chorus in the spring, you know, only a couple of them want to have their cameras on. So I'm just like, I hope you guys are singing along or it's me singing for your families. And like, the- <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> oh no. I, okay. I had there's never, so much, there's, there's so a much lot. Going around. So much. <laughs> 
Go ahead. I you had go. never thought about the volume. Like I, uh, the lag is the big thing, and you know you can't do live stuff like together because of the lag. But I had never considered like a band situation or even chorus with the volumes. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> Just do the drums or I'm sure the trumpets are still obnoxious in any setting. Um, I, you know, there's just one like, trumpet who's on the loudest oh, setting the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In yeah. life and in Zoom. Oh. <laughs> so this year, it's like been consistently um, a drummer, a couple flute players, and we have someone who comes and plays the ukulele. Um, oh. But it's really funny because they'll like you know, they'll want to play, which is so nice. But then like when we're actually trying to talk and it's like, you know, you hear ukulele being plucked thing plucked and you're like, hold, hold on. Like, wait, <laughs> listen. Kids, yeah. kids have a hard time, like not playing their instruments when you're together and you're like, mm-hmm. come on, come on. Yeah. Like now when they're all like contained in their little spaces and they're just like, yeah. she's never going to know it's me. There's yeah. one ukulele, Devin. <laughs> I know it's you. <laughs> And then as you hear, you know, the little ukulele plucking, you also hear ta 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 <laughs> cutting right through that too. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. God. So you wow. weren't doing band before, but now you're just like helping out with it? Yeah, once we um once we went remote in the spring, I started helping out um yeah. online. And so I just continued doing that into the fall. Did your like did your like colleagues, your coworkers reach out and say like, Hey, we need help doing this to all the other music teachers. Like that, that sounds like a nightmare. Um, So the band teacher at our school um, last year, he traveled to three different schools. So he would have kids from sort of three different schools that wanted to come on and, you know, play music and stuff. Um, He actually transitioned. He's the other music teacher at my school full time now. So, um, so he just decided to keep doing it because he loves teaching band. He just had decided to switch to general music. So, um, so oh, okay. just, just kind of joined together and we're like, okay, let's like, I'll, it's like, I'll help you out with band if you're going to do these band zooms and mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But chorus is on hiatus after the story. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about that. Then you decided let's have 80 kids blow their instruments into zoom but not 80 kids sing into Zoom. Like, what? what's the thought process behind that? Right. So, um, well, so the band thing was mostly um, my colleague. He, he, like, wanted to start. So I was like, I'll just help you out. Um, chorus in the spring, I probably had, like, nine kids who were, like, consistently coming on. Um, I think in the spring it was definitely more, like, everybody was really isolated because everybody really was, like, hunkered down. Nobody was leaving their houses. Um and like I said, you know, I had, I'd have like nine kids on two would actually have their cameras on everybody else just had their cameras off kind of just also the other thing too. And you will probably all agree because you have been singers and in choirs for like your whole lives. We're a chatty bunch. Choir people love to talk. And it's yeah. the same middle yes. school. Oh my God. To oh, talk, yeah. talk, talk, talk. You know, when we're in school, they don't stop. But as soon as we got on Zoom and I'm like, okay, guys, like, what do you want to talk? Whatever. Oh, my God. Crickets. No, nobody would talk. I was like, <laughs> you guys never stop in school. I thought, like, you guys would want to come on here and talk to each other because that's all you do. And no, it's probably just so weird for them, right? Yeah, like, I yeah. think so. Yeah. So, um, you know, I showed them some, like, different mu- music things they could do. And then we would do, like, warm-ups. And, but then, like I said, like, with the lag, so I'd have them stay muted. And I was just like, I hope you're singing along. <laughs> like, otherwise, it's just me to your whole family is in the background and on my piano and whatever. But that um, is so hard. Like, so you just decided to wait until you can be together in person again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. So how do you so you are still teaching general music, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So what do you do? Like, what do you prepare? What do you have the kids work on? And how do you have them do that? Sure. So um, for years, like I've always started the school year with um, talking about some different like musical elements um, and sort of teaching them how to listen for these elements. So I kind of tried to continue doing that um, so that they would still remember some of the vocab. And um, 
so I found some Chrome Music Lab is really, really cool. They have like different Ooh. experiments and stuff. So they have this thing, it's called Song Maker. And, um, and it's great. Like they have like some different instrumentation. Um, you can change the scale if you want to. You can change like the length of the song, the beats and all that stuff. Um, so I've used that with the kids a lot. Super user friendly and the kids love it. Um, and then I've been using a lot of Google Slides, um, making like interactive slides, like drag and drop sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, presentations through Google Slides. And there's just so many awesome things that have come out, especially since remote started. So I've been using, um, I don't know, am I allowed to like say products or should I like? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Sponsor, sponsor yeah. us. Sponsor yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Google. Yeah, sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so I've been using, uh, one program, it's called a pair deck and it, it goes right with Google slides. And so I can share the link with the kids. They can all get into this slideshow, but it's interactive. So they can like put their answers right into there. Oh, Um, I can do like an either or so they can like, you know, put their mouse, like one of them's like a star. And so they can put their star over whatever they think the right answer is. Mm -hmm. There's like mix and match drawing, like that sort of stuff. So I've been trying to incorporate that. My, like, first thought when all the schools closed and everyone went home was, like, and then they started doing the remote learning. I was, like, how the fuck are, is music going to be taught? Like, I, that's a hard one for me to imagine distancely. Yes, definitely. And I'm, like, I miss playing instruments so much, like, because that's Mm. really what I did with every grade level. We used, um, like, the ORF instruments, the xylophones. Um, and ukuleles with the older kids. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, I can't really adapt that stuff quite yet. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, It's so but- hard. <clears throat> and it, I think at first, too, like, and probably still, but I remember hearing, you know, as we learned more and more about COVID, it was like singing is one of the, <laughs> the most dangerous the activities. Last. I was like, shit. I remember, like, we had a gig in the summer and we were set up, like, in a corner but it was right in like we were singing at right where everybody walking in it was an outdoor like patio but everyone walking in and out had to walk this path like directly in front of the singers and we went to the the you know the managers and we're like are you sure like we're like i'm literally just spraying my saliva like all over these people walking by i mean i don't have any symptoms i'm pretty sure i'm okay but like are they gonna feel okay I didn't well, and realize. I think that was a big thing. Too. I think a lot of people who are not musicians or like not even directly in the field, but like, you know, follow along with that stuff. A lot of people don't know that singing is like one of the most dangerous um, or contagious sort of thing. And I know I've had a conversation with a couple colleagues and they're like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, you're supposed to be like over 10 feet apart. Like, yeah. you know. Have you seen the the infographic that I shared? I think I tweeted it out and it was like all the stages of what's going to be allowed to happen again. And like the very last one, it's like stage 4G of the last reopening phase is singing and brass instruments are the absolute last. Right? Can you imagine like emptying a spit valve? Like, I know. I didn't go back to teaching because I was teaching voice lessons um, up until the end of August. So um, pretty much all on the computer. And then in July, the Board of Health finally kind of gave like the okay to do that. Um, I only had one student who took me up on the offer. But so in my like little, you know, my little piano room. So I'm facing one way and I like am not allowed to like turn to look at her. I have my mask on. She's like behind a plastic like. Uh, it wasn't quite a shower curtain. It was heavier than like that, but it's like this big plastic piece in between us. She's behind it. So she can at least take off her mask to sing. But I'm like, I don't even know if she can like see the lyrics to these songs. It's so plastic. I'm like, I hope she can. I, I don't know. But Again, yeah, I, I go back to the hologram answer. I feel that that's the answer for all of us. I know. You guys, so we, so for the listeners, we shared a, very precious voice teacher in college who was very, very elderly. Um, yes, rest in peace. She was very elderly when we uh, had her. And we, as we just discussed, we are now old. So 
it's quite a while ago, so she's no longer with us. But can you imagine, like, if she was brought back right now and just put on her little leopard stretch pants and her, and her, her leopard da- print mask? Her, she would right. definitely have a leopard print mask, a gallon of perfume. What the hell would she think about, like, teaching these lessons with a shower curtain? Like, she'd be... Well, listen, when I had her... I showed up to one of my lessons and I like kind of did like a like small cough and she's like, are you sick? And she digs into like her whatever briefcase or whatever and took out a mask. But it was like a construction worker That's mask. That's right. I, I forgot, forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. I forgot. She, she fucking was sprayed so... you with Lysol. She was so ahead of she her time. Like, Why do you go stand in the hall and just sing through the door? <laughs> she was just ahead of her time. Who knew? Yeah. She was Who prepared. Knew? Oh, that woman. She was a fucking treasure. She was a gem. <laughs> she fucking was. treasure. Yes. I, yes. I regret not cherishing her more i know like you know i know i saw her just like as a teacher and someone who i had to like prepare lessons for and blah 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 and then like you know we do some teasing although i did like her a lot and like i don't know i wish i had like cherished it yeah yeah valued our time (laughs) together more especially knowing now i feel like i didn't quite grasp like her career and her like the stuff she had done before would you like to tell the listeners one of her (laughs) fucking career highlights go ahead i was gonna talk about her teacher her teacher is amazing who was her teacher nadia boulanger was that her last yeah nadia boulanger i don't know (laughs) yeah okay so she hold on I, I, I want to make sure I get my facts straight, so I'm just going to do up, some fact pull up checking. The, uh, obituary. Okay, while while you're fact checking, I'll share that this voice teacher we're we're talking about was the soloist at fucking JFK's funeral. Like, she was no joke. This yeah. woman was, and she used to premiere like Barber pieces, Samuel yeah. Barber. Yeah, and we all had to sing a bunch of Barber. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. So Nadia was a French composer and teacher, um, but she also taught like Quincy Jones, um, Aaron Copeland, Philip Glass, like all these like super mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was our teacher. She was our voice teacher grandma, yeah. our grand voice teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember like reading that and then I heard Nadia's name someplace else. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was her teacher like that i don't know great. why we're not saying her name we can it's eunice i know like oh, we yeah. can say eunice Albert. Albert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and i just remember being like oh my gosh that's crazy and then sort of doing the like kevin bacon degrees of separation <laughs> i was like i'm only two degrees away from nadia <laughs> oh, there was man. also a piano teacher at our school who taught um carly simon and her sister he trained them <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, there was yeah. some serious like heavy hitters there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good stuff. Oh man, well, yeah, uh, maybe we all we're all back. We're, she was ahead of her time. Now we're all Eunice with our masks and our yeah, yeah. Our awful, and I'm not gonna lie, I've worn leggings every day since March 13th. So. Right? Yes, yeah. I do have a oh. lot of leopard print items. I will say. <laughs> Yeah, and like the more I'm wearing the leggings, now I'm definitely going for more prints. I have like Maleficent leggings. I have Halloween leggings. I have two pairs of Christmas leggings now. Um, you have so, to. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I have nothing but black leggings. I'm not quite on the Eunice path. Mm. I have but. mainly black. I have a couple fun ones. I did realize yesterday that I haven't worn like real shoes in a very long time. Like, I wear, you know, like my slippers or even if I'm like running over to the only places that I go is like to see my mother-in-law once in a while and my parents once in a while, like when it's, it's safe and acceptable to do so. And I'll just throw on like my like like the slippers, but they have like a hard bottom, you know, yes. so because I'm like going into the house and if I'm going to the grocery store, I'll throw on like my Tom sneakers or something or <laughs> all summer it was flip flops. I have over 120 pairs of shoes, which I know is another issue in and of itself. But I'm like, I <laughs> I haven't worn 
real shoes. Like, do, what should I get rid of? Some, like, do I keep them? They're probably they're dusty. dusty. <laughs> I should probably like check in on them and make sure they're okay. Well, I had to get a new pair of slippers because I get, like now I go, I at least go into school. We're almost all remote, but I still go into the building to teach. And um, so I have been, you know, wearing shoes for the most part, even though every day I seriously consider wearing slippers because I really don't see anyone at school anyways. But, um, but in the spring it was like slippers every day. And um, I had to throw them out because I was wearing them so much and they like kind of smelled. I was like, so this season I had to get new slippers because I was like, all right, can you wear them for, you know, 15, 16 hours. Pandem so problems. Oh, pandem. So you do go into the school. I do. And, and you teach from the school? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For the most part, every once in a while, it's kind of nice having the option. <laughs> every once in a while, I'd be like, I'll stay at home and I'll teach from my living room. But um, yeah, I have a pretty good setup in school. I have like the dual monitor thing going on so that's another reason it's like helpful to go in there because it's just already the set resources up and I don't have to do it at home yeah um, so yeah so I'll go in there and I just go into my classroom and teach from there and um, it is nice to teach from home but yeah I have two cats and they like to jump on the desk and also be on zoom with me so <laughs> and even though the kids love it I'm like it's you know it's distracting so um so Oh no! I just lost my train of thought. What are we doing? What is this? Oh, I have, I have one. Oh, While you think, you, oh, you oh. got it. Oh, you, oh, you got it. <laughs> do you teach in real time? I know some of this stuff you were just saying does sound like it's real time with the slides, and they like answer and they select the star or whatever. But is some of it like not in real time, like projects that they do and you look at later or whatever? Uh, so I'm. Typically, yeah, I've been on live every day. And then I post our classwork to Google Classroom so that um, kids that miss class can still make it up. And I try and get everybody into the Zoom. But for me, if they're completing the work and not coming to Zoom, it doesn't really bother me. I'm like, okay, I mean, you're getting your work done, you're putting in effort. So, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, but I pretty much do live all, every day. Mm-hmm. Have you had any uh, creative projects turned in by some of your students? Yes. So <laughs> I know I was talking about Songmaker. So the so our school year like started on a Thursday, so Thursday, Friday. The next week, so technically I guess it's week two, but it was the first full week of school. So I decided to use Songmaker and um, my sixth graders, I was like, okay, when you know you're done, you like because you can save it and send it to people or turn it in as an assignment. And so some kids were sending me theirs and I was taking a listen. And then I look in the chat and I have one and he says um, something like, can't wait for you to listen or something. And then underneath he says, but, but it is funny, but it is funny. So I was like, Oh no, what am I about to open? And it uh, was a song, but um, it was the word poop. As the song, <laughs> so like like visually, visually, yeah, visually said poop in um, song maker. Yeah, we'll 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 post a picture so yeah. you guys, you listeners, can see what this. If you're not familiar with what it looks like, we'll post the the screenshot. <laughs> yeah, and I and I did. I laughed really hard, and I was like, "You're right, that is funny." But then also in my head, I was just like, "Oh no, this is like the first week of like remote teaching. Like what?" else am I gonna get like if week one is poop I was like afraid of where it was gonna go after that but um increasingly but, horrifying body functions like exactly and every once in a while because I, I can like see the screens and what they're working on I'm always just like okay let's fingers crossed there's like nothing and it's such a funny story and I want and I know I have some kids that would like find it hysterical, but I am afraid that if I do tell them the story, they are going to escalate it. Yeah. So I like, so I just keep it to myself. But I'm like, yeah, it'll become also, a thing. Like, last week of school, like the last day, I'll just be like, guys, look what I got! Like the first week of school. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Can we hear the poop song? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my here. goodness, the live debut. We're gonna have to give yeah. this kid royalties. Yeah, exactly. All right, here it is. Let's. See. 
what? That's actually not bad. It's yeah. not bad. And so what's funny is I actually pulled up another one that a student sent me. Really, really sweet because she also wrote words into Songmaker and it said like music with Miss Grady, like in Songmaker. Um, but it kind of sounds like someone going to their funeral, which I also find equally hysterical. Like it's so nice that she put my name, but I also find it funny that it sounds like we're like going to our death. This is, <laughs> This is what music with Miss Grady sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Kelly, I don't know what kind of funerals you've been going to. That's not a funeral. That's a party at David Burns' house. That is a... Wow. <laughs> that is Ira Glass and David Byrne hosting a fundraiser. And yeah. you have to be like, wow. Or or is she like really is she is it like a dig? Like she's like, this is what music class in this gravy sounds like. <laughs> sounds like shit. <laughs> bang bang bong bing bang bong. <laughs> I do think it came from a place of sincerity. Um but <laughs> Because I think she was obviously probably mostly just going for the visual effect. But it, but that's why it made me laugh so hard. I was like, I just kind of love that I think you're being sincere. But also, yeah, this is this is what it's like in music with Miss Grady. Miss <laughs> Grady is so good at music. She's like, beam, boom, bam, boom. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to have to give those kids uh, 7% of $0 now. I know. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. So how about, I know, like, obviously, there's a lot of hilarious stuff. Is there anything like that has to do with because of the remote and the COVID and all of that? But do you have any funny or interesting experiences from like normal performances like pre-COVID? Do we normal rem- ones? Do we even remember? Normal. <laughs> I mean, like just the <laughs> you do like the musical direction for like musicals. So I'm sure that there's like... <laughs> things that are happening (laughs) uh yes so um i was trying to because i was like obviously wanted to be prepared uh with some stories so i was trying to sort of think of some and uh i did have myself laughing because uh so two years ago we did elf um junior and uh which was great and um we did it like two years ago like last weekend or something so it's been coming up on my facebook memories like pictures from the show and um, so we had a boy who was playing Santa and, um, during some like scene changes and set changes, uh, he would come out and like sort of dance, like, I don't know, like he came out like a ballerina dancing and then he like flossed and like did all these little dances in between. Um, so <laughs> I'm backstage and, you know, everybody always laughs when he comes out and does it. And then all of a sudden I just sort of hear like, this bang and then everybody kind of gasped and I think it was like his mic pack dropped and hit the ground but I think he fell also so like everyone like but he's hysterical in the first place like he's just a funny person so like he I'm sure kind of like laughed and like the audience started laughing once he like jumped back up but he gets off stage he goes I just fell I was like (laughs) I'm kind of figured i was was pretty sure (laughs) oh my god when you hear a bam and a resounding (gasps) you know that something bad took place i can still feel the anxiety of being off stage but being convinced that my microphone was gonna still be on like it still gives me i can i can bring the anxiety into my like body just thinking about it not that i want to wish anxiety on anyone but i wish (laughs) Students had any of that anxiety. They do not not care at all. And they just talk backstage. I'm like, you don't know if your microphone's on. They're like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, and they like keep talking. I'm like, all right. And that that has happened many times. During our dress rehearsal, kids are in the cafeteria 
and we could hear them through, through the speakers in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. We're like, your mic, we're like yelling down the hall, like your mics are on. And he's like, Oh, oops. We're like, oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I think I probably God. like, I probably saw that happen to somebody when I was younger. And have you guys watched the show encore on Disney? It's on Disney plus. Love, love encore. Oh my God. So good. Okay. So encore is, um, for you, Terry and anyone who might not know, it's, a show where they bring back kids who did, well, people who did musicals in high school and now they're adults. So it could be like 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, they bring them back to their hometown into their high school. If their high school's like still there, most cases to oh, their God, high school yeah. into the theater, whatever. And they redo a musical that they did in high school, like same cast, like same parts. They redo it. They bring in a real like Broadway director and musical director and choreographer to, to like, help and to lead it um but it is and they do that like a week a week yeah five days they relearn yeah. like all the song they bring in all the sets everything it's insane and it's always like it always surprises me with like how emotional i like i get like really emotional watching yeah, it it's like i do too. oh my god it's it's like i don't know heartwarming it's just so so crazy well, i think it's Seeing like for me, it's seeing the family's reactions, especially if they're like somebody who's not really in music anymore. Like you know, they just have a different career path because obviously they're different than being seniors in high school. And uh, um, and so for me, it's I think it's always watching the family's reactions and like seeing you know who goes to see them. Like um, it's it's like community members and then like their families and stuff and yeah. I went to my cousin's high school musicals and they were so good. I asked if I asked a guy I knew who was still like directing it, if they hired professionals, I was like, did you hire ringers to come in? And he was like, no, that's all the kids. Like kids now are so (laughs) fucking good. It's Mm -hmm. alarming. Like it didn't, I was like, there's no way these are high school kids. They're like doing backflips and like jumps and like they're singing like perfect. Like I was blown away. I thought they were hired professionals. I've even been impressed, like at least at the middle school level, like for some of our kids, like that really like go above and beyond. Like last year, um, the girl that um, got Elsa's part, like after she got the part, she signed up for voice lessons and like, was going to weekly voice lessons for musicals to like be able to say like obviously like let it go like I mean it's you know number one it first of all it's like such a popular song everybody knows it everybody sings along with it and she I was just like so impressed that she like was like okay I I want to make sure like you know that she could do it and yeah yeah so even in middle school I just when I heard she was taking lessons I was like wow all yeah. right dedication yep Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's like a practical application for something they want to do. She wants to sing. She yeah. wants to sing well. And like, yeah, there's a purpose to it. It's not like, I think when I was in high school, if you took music classes for the most part, people would like join chorus because they thought it would be like, you know, a romp. And then after like a couple of weeks, all of a sudden, all the sopranos would drop out. And, you know, like <laughs> half of the, like, <laughs> didn't realize it was like a real a thing. real thing yeah. yeah it's like hard it's yeah hard work yeah precisely and yeah. then they'd be gone pretty quickly but yeah some people would join music to like i don't know slack off or whatever yeah and some no. of them stuck around too that wasn't fun but yeah. it's not it's, it's work it's hard it's yeah there's a reason we're not all fucking miley cyrus yeah <laughs> Well, Terry, you need to watch Encore and let yeah. let us know when you watch. I know. I, I know you're not a like huge theater fan, but it's more about like the show and the people and the like. Mm. Yeah, it's right. It's fun. The, like The Walking Dead. It's not about the yeah. zombies, really. <laughs> no, it's about the the relationships and the connection and yeah, the emotions. There you go. <laughs> it's great, but even I was thinking of that. I thought of that because I'm, I've been watching it. I've been like binging it lately and I am seeing them like backstage with the mics and because they learn it so fast and because they're like a lot older now and most of them have been like out of theater. 
it's like it's challenging they never know where they are in the show so they'll come <laughs> off stage and they're like where are we where are we what, what scene are we on no, what, what scene are we on and they're like looking through the script like and they have like the <laughs> professionals that are like okay it's like it's this scene your next scene they're like what do i change into what am i doing and they're like not nah, they're so like scattered but they like yeah. they step off stage and they're like where are we where are we what's next what's next and they're like <laughs> flailing i'm like dude your mic i'm like i don't trust that your mic is not off did you see the one where the guy is wasn't and he no. i think that's exactly what he said there's no. one it's Shit. so funny there is one and he like runs off stage oh, no. and says something like that sort of like what's next and then you hear it over the speakers there's no way be- these aren't all boomers. There's no way. Oh, oh, most of them. Yeah, most of them are. Like, it's cool because some of them are like, they'll it'll, it'll say like the year in the title of the episode. It'll say the name of the musical. and It'll say the year that they did it originally. And some of them, I think the most recent's like 20, I don't know. There was one that was like 10. Yeah, there was like a 10 year one. Because yeah. I think they were all like 27, 28 or something. So they were like, yeah. oh, we like graduated 10 years ago. And yeah. I will say, I think that was the one that was one of the ones that was my least. I know. Favorite. It's like kind of fun when it's been like 2025 yeah. and then they're all getting back together. Yes. Like, you know, they're like, oh, this one, like she slept with him and him and him and him in high school. And then like these two oh, are yeah. married now. And there's one where like the girl is still hung up on the guy that broke up with her and cheated on her in high school. And she like wants to get her apology. And she, it's like 30 years later and she's married oh and has kids God. and she's like crying because this guy won't apologize. It's like, it's yeah. so Good. You know what I have to say to that? That's so good. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Full <laughs> fucking circle right now. Uh, do you have any other pre-pandemic stories you want to share with us? Um, any, sure. any, any stories, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, laughing earlier today thinking about, so last year, we, uh, me and the PE teachers, we sort of, we combined our two groups Um and did like a movement folk dancing thing Ooh. together. Uh, and so we didn't notice this at the time. Um, but one of the PE teachers was like filming it to use as evidence um, for like collaboration or whatever. <laughs> we have to, yeah, we have to. We have to for what? <laughs> yeah. For, well, cause we have like four um, things that we have to prove that like we do every year. Like we have a student goal, a professional goal, and then, um, like communication and then collaboration or whatever. So, um, so the next day when the other PE teacher comes up and goes, look at this, look what the student's doing. And so the dance, um, I think it was a Me- uh, Mexican folk dance anyway. So they, they're like partnered up. So he's facing a partner. I don't know, another boy in the class. Um, and when it gets to one part, you kind of just like shake your hips and like have your hand above your head, like, twirling um or whatever and you look yeah and um and he is kind of dancing I laughed because I was like oh he's dancing like Michael Jackson he like grabbed his crotch and was like (laughs) Michael Jackson dancing um the PE teachers did not find it funny at all I was dying laughing I thought it was (laughs) I couldn't I was like well he's dancing like Michael Jackson at least he's like dancing and following along they they did not find it as funny. But what? I, That's hilarious. I, I thought it was hysterical. I think it's just the fact they were like, well, now we can't use this as evidence. But I, I was like, who cares? Like, still use it. Yeah. What? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So I I thought it was very funny. Good for him. What do your kids think about, like, music from the 80s or 90s? I know you said that they referred the to it as from the olden times. But, like. Do they think, like, do you ever play, I don't know, something from the 90s for them and they like it? Or they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard this. Or do they think it's, like, old and boring? Um, a lot of them. So I still play a lot of sync in my classroom. Um, and they all know. But it is funny because I'll play it and they're like, oh, actually, boys, I'm like, they are not allowed. Whoa. Not even I want it, it that way? No, I'm just kidding. I play actually, boys. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would play it, but it's just usually if I, you know, go into something, it's usually in sync. Um, most of the time, kids are, a lot of them, it, it is very interesting to sort of see, like, who knows what. And sometimes it is um, really interesting. 
uh, I like to do name that tune with the kids and um, like put them in teams and they have to guess like the decade, the song title and who sings it and stuff. And it really is interesting because I try to do like a little bit of everything. And I always start with stuff that they definitely know, like Beyonce and Taylor Swift and stuff. But then I'll do like Johnny Cash and um, Aretha Franklin and, you know, all over the place. And it is interesting to see who knows what, or at least, you know, at the very least, being able to sort of recognize the decade, um, you know, kind of based on like the style and genre of the music. Right. Um, But a lot of times they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I've heard this or, you know, oh, my parents listen to this. And, you know, and they're they're usually fine. Queen has been like great the last couple of years because they all saw the movie and were like obsessed with it. Yes. Yes. So the last couple of years, like a good hook is talking about queen because then they like all kind of know it from the movie i love that it if nothing else i love that that came from that movie like a whole new generation who gets to listen to it yeah yeah i love that even uh yesterday after school uh one of my colleagues did like a movie afternoon with her team and there were like 15 kids on but we watched frozen too so i hopped on because i love that movie um but it got to lost in the woods which is I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen two. I haven't either. Oh my! Oh my god! I've you heard guys, it's okay. good. At the very least, you need to go on YouTube and look up "Lost in the Woods." It's Kristoff's song, so it's Jonathan Groff. Yes, amazing. Of course, um, it's eighty style, and they also basically turned it into a music video. Like it's very clearly in the show, uh, in the movie for the adults that have taken their kids to like watch the movie. Uh, I saw it in the theater with a few friends. Um, It's like our little Disney group. So we saw it and we were screaming, laughing, like screaming and like couldn't actually control how like loud and hard we were all laughing. And we were like, I hope other people in the theater were laughing because they, I have no idea if anybody else found it as funny as the four of us did. You know exactly what was happening was there was a group of like teens and kids somewhere else in the theater going, who is that group of old wine ladies laughing at this so hard? But there is a queen reference in that um, song. And so when we watched it with the kids yesterday and I was just like, oh, like, and and, because of course them, they're all like, oh, this 80s music video. But I'm like, well, there's also the queen reference. And they were like, wait, where? And it's like Kristoff and then... um, there's like a group of reindeers that are his backup singers, essentially. So it's like Kristoff's face and then like four or five reindeer like around him. So it's like that queen like moment with the heads and stuff. So yes. Yeah. Um, So it's just really funny because then the kids were all like, Oh my God. And so I shared like a picture of it from queen and they were like, Oh yeah. Like, but it's good that like, that's how they can connect to stuff. And I think sometimes things seem like boring or old until they can, find a way to connect to it in some way. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. um, dear listener, Kelly is, Kellyanne is one of the biggest Disney fans of all time. Yeah. yeah you can it. tell by my like, you know, <laughs> hundred frozen references so far today. Uh, you guys really should see frozen too, though. I like it better than the first one. I really hated frozen very much, but know this. I hate all things that bring most people joy. So my <laughs> opinion true doesn't count i also don't really like musicals i was like oh boy i liked the first one i you know i think it was great um and i've heard i've heard a lot of people say the second one is even better so i i it's on my list um i don't have any excuse because we've been doing nothing but been in our houses watching television so i just need to shut up and make it happen we're all running out of tv to watch yeah Yeah, became like my comfort like anxiety movie over the last six months. Um, and mostly Olaf is fantastic in the movie and he has a quote in there. Something's happening. He's like, this is what we call controlling the situation when we feel out of control or something. And like, so it's like every time I feel Aww. crazy and I'm like, okay, think of Olaf. <laughs> Aww. It's a I great love movie. that. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I might watch it. We'll see. At least look up that music. At least look up that video. I, it's 
it's because you don't even really need to know totally what's happening in the rest of the movie to yeah, enjoy Kristoff yeah. singing with a bunch of singing reindeer. It's great. Yes. They're all also voiced by Jonathan Groff. So it's like Amazing. layers and layers and layers of him. I, the more layers, the better of Jonathan mm-hmm. Groff, I always say. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing too, actually, with like stuff like that, because the kids connect a lot like, when that came up, and then they were like, "Oh, he's he plays King George the Third in Hamilton." Hamilton. Yeah, and now there's like all these connections, like, um, like Lin Manuel Miranda writing um, Hamilton, Moana. but also the music to Moana, yeah. and then like George Washington is the singing voice of a character in Moana, and like all this stuff, and like that's another really like I've enjoyed being able to connect that for the kids, especially when we're in person. Yeah, because um, because a lot of the kids then are like. Oh, like that's kind of cool that they've done these multiple things, and mm-hmm. yeah. and and I'm actually well, it's kind of nice. It's on Netflix, but so a lot of kids have been watching Glee, so like also being like, oh, oh. I'm you, and you know all this it's stuff making so. a comeback. Is it? Yeah, I did love Moana. I have to say, yeah, I watched it several times. That one, oh, yeah. Sean kept telling me he he watched it while I was gone one day somewhere, and he was like you have to watch Moana. I was like, I'm not watching it. I don't want to watch the stupid musical. He's like, you have to trust me. Yeah. Watch Moana. You are going to love it. And yeah. I did. And I was like sobbing through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I have a, a reference. This is unrelated to anything we're talking about right now. No, go for it. You can say whatever you want on this podcast. I yep. think you'll enjoy it because I've laughed every year. So a big thing, um, with the chorus kids, they obviously work really hard and they do like the music, but um, all they ever really want to talk about is what they need to wear in the concert. <laughs> Their concert. Oh yeah. Bring um, it. I love it already. I, we have the same conversation about the concert attire for about, I put off the conversation because if I bring it up too early, then Ugh. we got it. We talk about it every week from whenever I bring it up until the week of the concert. Um, pretty much the day of the concert. Cause I get messages about it. Um, so I try to like wait only like three weeks or four weeks before the concert to like start being like, okay, so this is what you should wear. Um, so now it's a little bit more consistent. Um, but in the spring, so in the winter, usually it's, um, cause we either do our concerts in December, January. So typically it's like black on black and then an accent of whatever. So it's like December, usually we do red, green, we did a concert in January once, so we did like silver gold. But when it's spring, I always <laughs> tell them an accent. And I'm like, a jewel tone. Do you remember that? A jewel tone? Oh, from <laughs> K, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. shit. One concert began to wear jewel tones. And like nobody knew. We were like, but like, what? what's what jewel tone? And what? just like jewel tones and we're like okay so yeah i tell the kids up and then i like rephrase but because i just say it to make myself laugh they obviously don't care about that story so yeah. <laughs> and i'm like do they know do they know what it is no do they no. know what jewel tones means no then i tell them it's spring so like a colorful a- um accent color like you know oh, and then God. we talk about you know I'm still not whatever, confident but- i'm still not confident about jewel tones like i kind of like i know like a blue like a Jewelish blue or like a jewelish ruby, but yeah. like sapphire sure wore, ruby. Like I wore like a maroon shirt, I think, to that concert because I think I was just like, eh, I mean, this kind of jewel like, and I, it was like some, it was like a fabric that was kind of like a little shiny. So I was yeah, like, yeah, I could really use a lot of clarification. If anyone yeah. wants to talk about jewel tones, I'd love <laughs> to have a discussion because jewels can be any color, kind of. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Is a I diamond a jewel? What is a jewel? Like, because gems, like gemstones are a thing. Oh. What the hell is a jewel other than a singer? Right. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, going to the store to, like... Um, the jewel tone section? Like, look for, like, a shirt. Yeah, and it was just kind of, like, like, didn't even have a color in mind. Just, like, literally wandering around, like, what looks like a jewel? Does that remind me of a jewel? I don't know. I have to say, since we're talking about concert attire, I'm not a fan. Uh, like, I'm a fan of black on black. I think it should be, like, black top, um, 
like neck high for men and women. It can be a turtleneck. It can be like a sweater, whatever. Um, or, you know, like a t-shirt with a cardigan and like black pants or floor length black, black skirt. But some of these choirs, like there's a local one and I was reading the like requirements. They require the women to like buy a specific dress and it was expensive and there was like a jacket and everything. And then like the men, I'm not down with the tuxedo. I never have been. I know that's standard, but like the tuxedo wear for the men in choirs. Mm-hmm. Just have everyone do black on black. I like know. why does it have to be that? Why are we so pretentious? Yeah. yeah. Why? Where does that come from? Tra- tradition, I guess, right? Like I mean, I think the idea as far as like in general the concert attire is so that people are focusing on the music and not right. on, like the outfits. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know where all of a sudden it was like, but now you need to be in like formal <laughs> like, tuxedos, like yeah. tuxedos, or, you know. And then I feel like it's, that really complicates things because then it's like, well, you have to have this kind of tie and like this and that and da da da. Like, dude, just yeah. do black on black, long sleeve yeah. black on on black. Yeah, yeah. And with middle school, it's like you know, I'm very broad with the kids because like I don't want to force any kid to like have to go out and buy something new and stuff. But I'm like, try and look nice. Like if you have, you know, if you have to wear jeans, no, you know, that sort of thing. Um, the best was my very first year teaching and it December concert. So we're like red, green, you know, whatever. Um, you know, so whatever time the concert was at, say like six, tell the kids to get there around five thirty. So we're literally walking on the stage. And this kid like runs up like he had just gotten to school and he's wearing um, he was wearing a very nice shirt. It was like a um, button up and everything, but it was blue. <laughs> it was just like hilarious. And I was like, I'm so glad you made it here. But it was just so funny because it was all like red, green. And he was like right in the front and blue. <laughs> and he stood right out. He was like, fuck oh. all y'all. I want everyone to focus specifically on me. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I. I, I laughed that night because I thought it was hysterical. I was like, what can you do? You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. What can you do? Like, I'm like, know. I'm glad you just came. Like, it wasn't because um, I think my first year I had an eighth grade chorus, but the fifth grade was like sort of we taught all the fifth graders a couple songs and then anybody who wanted to come could show up and sing in the concert. Um, so, you know, so it was one of those. It was like, you know, you didn't even have to come and you wanted to come. That's adorable. And, you know, sing these <laughs> You know, the or whatever. Who cares? So. Blah blah blah. Whatever. <laughs> um, unless you have anything else you want to share with us, I think it's time for me to ask what everyone is listening to. <sighs> <laughs> what a heavy freaking sigh! I know. Sorry. I. I um. Yeah, I can go. I was going to. Um, recommend Encore, which I still do as a show, and it's li- it's listening and viewing pleasure. Um, but I also, I think I've already recommended her, but I, it's fine. I, um, getting, I'm just today, I've been on a Tennille Arts kick. So Tennille is, she's a Canadian country singer, which is interesting. Um, but actually, like, Alberta area is like very country in Canada. There's actually like a pretty big country mm-hmm. area. Anyway, um, but a few years ago, Ken Ari, Tom, and myself went to Nashville and we went to a writer's round. And she, this, we didn't know who she was. We'd never heard of her. We just went and there was all these writers and she just like blew us away. Like the first song, she like opened her mouth and we all looked at each other like, holy shit, this girl. And she was really, like, she wasn't on, you know, radio. She was, wasn't super, you know, she wasn't mainstream or anything. And now she's, like, on country radio. She's really, like, mm. coming up. And it's just really cool to have those artists who, like, I think we all have those more indie artists or people who we knew when they were, you know, just starting out. And we kind of follow them. And it's, like, <laughs> you feel almost like you don't want them to get super famous because they're, like, your little... Secret I knew or her something. before she was cool. Right? But, like, you're also really happy for them. Um, but, yeah, she's put out some, like, new newer music and stuff. So it's – she's just a – she's an amazing singer and songwriter. And her choruses are, like, 
really hard to breathe in. Like I, I texted uh, Ari earlier and I was like, I'm listening to Tennille, when the fuck does she breathe in her choruses? Yeah. Like it's just those like really cool melodies that are just really strung along and she's super like uh, delicate with where she places her breaths and stuff, which is just like a really nerdy, weird detail to notice. But I notice it when I'm singing along and I'm like, oh, I really have to like think about where I want to breathe there. I have to like put a breath mark in my brain. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mariah, uh, Mariah can be like that sometimes too. Sometimes yeah. I'm like singing along and I'm trying to do it properly, which is real bad. Yeah. But I'm like, where is she fucking breathing? Yeah. How is possible? Like, what? Yeah. 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 She's good at that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would say watch Encore and listen to some Tennille. <laughs> and Kelly? Um, I've been in sort of the, I'm still sort of in the thick of uh, Christmas music. I made the switch after Thanksgiving. So it's pretty much just all Christmas music. And we're actually still kind of trying to do a holiday concert. So I've been like messaging oh. kids, trying to get them to like record themselves so we can string together a bunch of like little solos to put together a concert. So I'm still sort of wrapped up all in the holiday music. <laughs> but I also love holiday music, so I can't even. I'm we did something over the summer, and I don't know how possible this is. So, like, this might be a stupid thing for me to recommend. But Friends of ours put something together, and we had one person create, like, the click track and kind of, like, the track you sing along to and send it out. And each person got a part, and you just had to record while listening to, like, the primary one and actually worked out pretty well. Yeah. I did that with a couple other music teachers, which was really cool. Um, I, uh, I, I just, I always go back and forth. Like I want to do it, but then at the same time, it, it's very time consuming. So I'm also like, uh, and, and also like with middle schoolers, it's hard for them to, yeah. 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 To just so sing easier a part. Said, yeah. Easier right. said than done. Yeah. 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 Um, so I've been listening to a couple things. I'm going to recommend a podcast. Uh, it's called You're Wrong About. And I don't know if you guys watch The Crown or have been watching The Crown. No. Have you watched, have you watched The I, Um I am halfway through. I think I've watched the first seven episodes, I yeah. think. So good. I love it's it. So good. So You're Wrong About. They do like series on like different things. And there's like a, I think it's a seven. Is it five or seven? Um, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, uh, um, episode, like series on Princess Diana. And it's really interesting. Cool. Uh, like, cause obviously the crown is based on truth, but it's also partially fiction and partially like, we don't know what they said behind closed doors. So it's cool yeah. to hear like what the true parts of it and like what really, um, happened as far as we know based on like her story and other biographers yeah Mm -hmm. i recommend um but i also want to talk about our friend i think you like her i can't remember um and recent final jeopardy answer share uh (laughs) oh no uh did you yeah you saw that oh kelly is also a Jeopardy fanatic just like me. We watch every night, and if something anything happens, I'm like, I gotta text her about this. We don't know who's yeah, so taking now, over also, yet, right? Like, host, no. host. Who are you guys pulling for? Who do you want? Well, Ken Jennings is um, doing the first handful, which I called. I called that. Oh like, yeah, September or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who would do it afterwards. I actually think it would be really fun if, for like the last, I don't know how. I don't know when the season, like season, I guess technically ends. They're like whatever, but it'd be kind of fun if, like, just for the rest of the season, it was like two previous or three of like the same. Yeah, either previous, but even like cool, like Neil Patrick Harris is going to be on for like three weeks doing Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that'd be kind of fun if they just rotated like different celebrity. Or and I think like right now, a lot of people aren't working as much, so maybe they'll have more options of people to bring in. But yeah. um. In addition to being addicted to Jeopardy every night now, also we watch Wheel of Fortune every night beforehand. Um, so much so now, I decided to join the Wheel Club. So I'm in oh. the I'm in You're I'm in the running. In. Secret Santa, Secret Santa starts Monday. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That's next. Uh, 
<laughs> we don't know. We've been talking about, you know, the Alex thing and who's going to replace him. I'm not pulling for any one particular person, but I definitely don't want it to be Ken Jennings. And I feel like, yeah, we've known it's going to he, so he's the first guest host. It's probably going to be him. Hmm. I don't think I will continue watching if he hosts it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that's just my personal taste. Um, I don't really know. I don't have anyone in mind. Okay. I think it depends on who's available and like who would be a good host. They have to be likable. They have to be able to absolutely fucking make fun of nerds so hard, but still be likable as hell, which is hard. Yeah. Um, So Cher recently uh, was crucial in rescuing um, the loneliest elephant on earth. Kavan, did you hear about this? No. So there was an elephant who had been living in the Islamabad zoo for 35 years. And he had, you have to look up the story. You can look up her Twitter and um, like see the full details of it. Um, And the Islamabad zoo was not good. It was, it was captivity. It was not um, like a preservation kind of area. So she heard about him because what had happened was he had been there for years. And then I think within the past five or 10 years, I can't quite remember the timeline. His only companion died. So he was completely alone. uh, And he had developed really bad, like psychological habits and all these things. And Cher found out about it. And she had tried to rescue some elephants from captivity before too. And some other animals. She's, she, is very much against animal captivity in the same way that I am. And I, I also think it's just important to stress that there's a difference between captivity and preservation yeah. and yeah, uh, like rescue and yeah. uh, rehabilitation. So we're talking specifically about like captivity, right. poor conditions. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Animals being kept in poor conditions. I don't know. People ask me all the time how I feel about zoos. I don't know. I know that some are, yeah. Good, but probably yeah. And I don't know enough. And to be quite fucking honest with you, I don't have the guts to type "are zoos bad" into (laughs) the internet because I I can't. That's just a path I can't go down psychologically. So she found out about it. She reached out to like all these government officials starting about three years ago. She reached out and she was trying to rescue him. And then she connected with this guy. I think his name was Doctor Crown, and he is like a wild like animal kind of specialist and they worked on how to rescue this elephant from this place and three years. So the zoo was finally closed because it was deemed like inhumane conditions and they'd get rid of all these animals and they rescued him. They got him out of the zoo into a um, habitat in Cambodia and she like raised all this money and she started um, a nonprofit. It's called, uh, free the wild. I'm already a fucking donor. Please go and donate. And they're dedicated to removing animals out of captivity and keeping them from being exposed to poor conditions in captivity. It's it's horrible what happens to these animals. Circuses, mm-hmm. any traveling um, animals like tigers and things like that. If it's like yeah. a traveling exhibit or anything where an animal does a trick, uh, mm-hmm. it's cr- so cruel. And um, so she's working to end that. There was a bill recently in Massachusetts to end that as well. So yes. wow. she goes and she flies out and uh, she was there for his like move. They had to like put him in this big crate and fly him to Cambodia, which is like a seven hour flight. And I want to, I want to tease about making fun, but um, she saying and as you get older your voice changes it happens to all of us it's a part of aging and particularly so she's 74 years old she's amazing she's still doing this particularly as you get i hate to say it but elderly once you get over 65 you're in the elderly category your voice really changes like in timbre and like quality too yeah so there's a video of her and it's very sweet and i was watching it and i was just sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. Like I might even oh. cry just thinking about it right now. Cause she started singing, um, Kelly, you'll know the name of it. I don't know the name of it, but a dream is a wish your heart makes. I think that's what? the name of it, isn't it? <laughs> is, that, is that what it's called? <laughs> so she's singing it to him and he's like swaying and shaking. Oh, his head. stop it. Really oh. sweet. It's so sad. You have to look it up, but Ugh. it's Cher and she's gotten older. <laughs> She just, she sounds like someone doing an impersonation of Cher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I really don't want to insult, but like your voice right. changes. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It was a real funny moment, but yes. it was, it's so beautiful. You have to look it up. Oh my it. God. If you're looking for a nonprofit, please donate to her yeah. nonprofit. We'll post, yeah, we can post the info. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and look up the video if you want to cry. I was just fucking sobbing oh my God. watching it. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. That's it. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, if you like that, if you like what you hear, then donate and sing like share to an elephant <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> sing to that elephant and sing to them to listen to this podcast. <laughs> and if you didn't like what you heard, tell the elephant through song to, that he is your enemy. And don't you dare listen to this podcast. And write a poop song for your music teacher. <laughs> Please, everyone write a poop oh my song. God. Oh, Kelly, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's about time we had you here. So thank you. And well, most importantly... Keep gigging. Yes. All right. Till next time. Bye.